Welcome to the JDLSAT and Admissions Podcast. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. In each episode, we discuss key habits you can master to study smarter and save time to raise your LSAT score and your chance of law school admissions. of a practical way right and we kind of got in this but really mk right you know went from the 140s 150s to a 180 this is something that's really important because i see students that'll come to me and they'll get a pt score they're not happy with and they might even cancel a lesson or avoid it because they'll be so unhappy with themselves right i don't want them to treat themselves that way because that's not a great way to learn so let me pose two scenarios to you and you tell me how you would respond I want everyone to pay attention here, right? Because this is someone who went from the 140s to the 180, right? So, okay, let's just yeah. say you were, okay, I worked really hard. I'm getting into the 150s and I'm getting a 155 on average on my PTs. And then all of a sudden, one day, I take a PT and I go down to a 150, five points lower, right? I was getting a 155 average. Then I take a PT and I'm a 150, five points lower. How would you respond to that with a growth oh mindset? I I'm feeling anxious as you're saying that because like <laughs> it's so difficult, right? But um, so I had what helped me was I created this template for how I approached like reviewing a practice test once I took it. So I just pulled up an old one and I used um and I know I've mentioned this before. I used OptimalWork.com where you can like create a project and create a template for how you approach a particular type Ooh, of project. Like yeah. So I'll make, I'll says, put that in the show notes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. And so I see, I see here from practice test 70 review goal, maintain. My goal was to maintain enthusiasm and gratitude as I work through each wrong answer choice. And my strategy was first identify the type of question I got wrong the steps of the correct strategy, like what I know is the correct strategy, identify where I went wrong, the type of error it was, you know, was it emotional reasoning that I had going on? Was it, did I skip a step? And then, or was I just like running out of time? You know, whatever. Um, Consider why the right answer is correct, destroy the wrong answer, and kind of make like a resolution of type of practice I want to do to prevent this type of error in the future. So that was like the approach I took for every section. And my goal happened to be in this one to maintain enthusiasm. And what I did was like, I made space for the natural emotions that came with seeing my score, like the oh shit moment, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and sorry about that. Um, That's okay. Uh, My my first (laughs) year. Like, okay, there's that the moment of like, seeing your score it's it's regardless of how good your score is it it still always felt like like a lot so make space for that let yourself feel it and then go into your process of identify what i got wrong the stress of the correct strategy where you went wrong why the right answer is correct destroy the wrong answer and resolution for how you'll prevent this type of error in the future so like i'm going to like 
given this type of error, I'm going to do this type of practice. And then you're focusing on practice. You're not like internalizing, like you might fe- have the feelings, fully normal, but you're not internalizing, like personalizing the mistake. Mm, I love that. You're not personalizing the mistake. Yeah. So, you know, let me just stay on that for a second. Uh, you know, we'll go to the next scenario, but like, you know, I think the big thing, right. You, you mentioned some nice specific things and I like them. Right. If they have, you know, but I think the big thing, right. Like you said, you're not personalizing it. And, and you're also, you're allow. you know, we're human. You can allow yourself to feel this thing and you can allow yourself for a moment to just, you know, indulge in not feeling so great, but we'll allow that. But then right now, how do I get, how do I learn from this? And so I think that's, if I may, right, that's the big thing. Instead of, oh, shoot, let me just throw this thing away. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to meet with Jimmy this week. Whatever. It's like, hey, okay, cool. I'm not thrilled with this. Let me learn from it. And let right. me get specific about it, right? Like, what did I do here, right? Like, oh, I made a left turn. Maybe I should make a right. And I know it's not that simple. But, you know, that's a heck of a lot more constructive than, you know, beating yourself up. Yeah. Totally, hundred percent. And then let's give, let's do another scenario. Okay, so we okay. said, okay, you got a one fifty five average, right? And this is all on your way to getting that one eighty, obviously, right? But I got a one fifty five on average the past few PTs, and then all of a sudden, oh, I get a one sixty on my next PT. Nice jump. Okay, how do you handle that? How do you handle that success? Well, there's still questions that I got wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. So same, same approach, you know, being enthusiastic and grateful, of course, like celebrating that, that, that exciting outcome. That's a, that's great. There's improvement, um, honoring that, celebrating it, but then just the same steps of feeling the feelings and going into one's process of identifying the wrong questions and identifying like the missteps and then resolving to work on these particularly strategies. And I think, I guess I'll just say here, like, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I, I pretty sure I spent at least two days, like two to three days going through this test. I mean, days of studying for me, that was like a couple hours a day. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was reinforcing the behavior change through practice. And I, I, at different points, I would rush into the next exam before practicing. And that, then you're in that vicious cycle. Mm. Like you haven't really practiced the thing that you knew you needed to work on. And you had, a, you had so carefully identified like, Oh, I need to work on this. It's like, and then if I didn't make the time to like practice it, at least a, like, Hey, just like three questions of that type. Or no, like, no. It doesn't have to be a ton. Um, or even just like thinking about it more, more deeply, like then going into the next exam. So Honoring that, honoring your process, taking the time. I remember regretting, like, we were talking about regret before we got on this. <laughs> like, going too quickly into the next one, because it's like, hey, if I'm getting, like, if I'm not making improvement, like, am I practicing the things I need to work on? Do I know how to identify what I need to work on? Like, no. those are strategy questions. That's all strategy. It's not about you. It's a strategy that you're using. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, two, two things. I mean, one slight disclaimer, I want everyone listening to just be careful, right? Like, cause whenever we're quantifying numbers of time span, it also can matter. And I don't think you meant it this way, but like, and yeah. maybe you may or may not agree with me, but like, you know, right. Like whether I spent X number of days, great. Well, you know, 
two hours a day. I think it's 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 a little bit different depending on your situations. I don't want to totally. be like, oh, if I want to get a 180, I got to spend three days on this. You know, and again, like even like maybe it's three days. Is it three days of two hours or three days of five hours? And do what's specific to you. But I think the big thing, quality over quantity, right? Like I think it, right. I think that was, and that's kind of what you were getting at too, because you were like saying, hey, maybe right, like okay, well, there's three. Maybe maybe I could practice this. Maybe I'll, even if it's just three questions, it's something. As a I don't necessarily have to do twenty questions, but if it's what I can do, right? So that. And then the other thing you were saying that, well, I think it's like, I'm not, I mean, sometimes you just have to take another practice test, but certainly, right, like, if I'm going to go take another practice test just to stay on schedule and then just keep making the same mistakes, you know, that's not helpful and that's not change. Like, the whole idea of a growth mindset is to grow and be better and learn so you're not making the same mistakes. So, certainly giving yourself time and having the results of that exam inform your studying so you can study in a targeted smarter way where you're like okay i had trouble on question type x i had trouble on blah 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 let me dig in a little bit deeper and target those areas and see what i did wrong and then see how i can fix it so that way i'm not just taking another pt and making the same mistakes wash rinse repeat is that is that fair totally i think for me a struggle was rushing through the practice and I, it might be for other students too, rushing through the practice. That's them. Rushing through the, oh, when you say practice, you mean practice like practicing? The weaknesses. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, so I've identified something and then I'm rushing through it because I want to go and, yeah, that's a it's great like, point. Yeah, and then that was definitely me like, you know, you have a lot of competing obligations and you're like, sure. I want to stay on track. Sometimes it's okay to take a, and if, and, and I often wouldn't even start the review necessarily. This, I, I very rarely did it the same day. I mean, it's so much time to take a test and a lot of mental energy. It's like, okay, to give yourself a day to process, like, that you just took an entire freaking test. Like, you Oh, know? you mean the blind review? <laughs> yeah, to yeah. start. I, everyone, I... Everyone's situation is different, though. Yeah, said, so. everyone's different. You know, the one thing I will say, right, blind, blind review specifically, and if everyone, anyone's listening, that you, you can look these up by topic. Uh, one of the earlier podcasts, you can just look it up by topic. We did a whole one on blind review for anyone who wants to see what we're talking about. It's a, it's a great way to review the test to really learn from it, right? But I always say to people, I don't recommend blind reviewing at the same day you take the exam just because <laughs> and it's, it's, everyone has their own opinion, but I, I do feel kind of strongly about this. You, you certainly can disagree with me, right? But like, if I just take a long practice test, my brain is mush. I don't, I'm not going to learn from this thing I need to, I usually wait 24 hours or just wait a day blind review it the next day. And if you need to more time after that, that's fine. Right. But I did the I, same thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it almost defeats the purpose if you're too mentally fatigued, you know, right. we want to sit and learn from this stuff and it should be a constructive process. And then, you know, we, we, you mentioned regret, right. And so you and I talked about before, before we started this episode, everyone who's listening, right. Uh, <laughs> share an affinity for books. And that we shared with each other, right? And I had just like with mindset, I was reading a great book called um, "The Power of Regret." Recently, I'll maybe I'll do a podcast episode on it. But MK had mentioned that she was thinking about reading it because she had heard it mentioned. And there's something in that book. There's a concept in it, right? And here, just a quick synopsis, right? Like the idea of regrets can be opportunities. Like, okay, great, and, and in some ways, this kind of applies, right? Like, I'm not happy. I regret 
how I performed on this thing. But, you know, how can I learn from this as an opportunity to do better in the future when I'm in a similar situation? Right. And so that's the essence of the book. But one of the ways of doing that, the, the author describes a concept called self-compassion. And before this episode began, MK and I were talking about this. And I realized the idea of self-compassion, that's, I don't know how that might sound. Everyone has their own thoughts of the connotations. But the idea is, okay, this didn't go well. I regret this, or I'm not thrilled with this performance. It's really important not to, one, beat yourself up, because that defeats the purpose of everything we're talking about, right? It's not, you might do well, but I, I don't think, I think it's probably, you know, despite you beating yourself up, I don't think in the end it's worth it. And on the other hand, right, things went well. Oh, great. I'm awesome. Right. Like, or I'm amazing or, 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 or I didn't go well, but that's okay. I'm still amazing. Right. Again, keep your self-worth out of it. Right. But now let's be fair to ourselves. How would we talk to ourselves in a, in a compassionate way, almost like in, in, MK, MK has two children, right? Like if I were talking to my child, I don't have children, but you do, right? If I were talking to my brother, you know, mm-hmm. or someone I care about, I would be generous and be like, okay, listen, this doesn't define you. I'm not going to be pie in the sky and say everything's amazing because that's not what we're after either. But how can we learn from this? And that attitude about it, that self-compassion, right? Like you're te- the way we would treat others and teach others, we want to treat ourselves that way because it's much more sustainable. Let me stop talking and turn it over to you because it sounds like you, you know, even without that label, self-compassion, it sounds like you've done a really great job of honing this skill. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so close to home. And I will say I'm very much trying to work on this right now, actually. Um, cause I just, the self self-compassion part is so hard. Um, I think a lot of us, probably a lot of people applying to law school, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. are high achieving, you know, maybe you have a loud internal critic that's kind of saying things like, you know, and ideas are coming to mind that are like contrary to, that are more like fixed, right? God, you'll never get better at this exam. You'll never get it into a good law school. That type of thing. I think having, if you reframe it, like, what would I say to my best friend if they were going through this? That always helps me. What would my, and, and as silly as it sounds, like trying to practice becoming our own best friend and saying like, what, what would I say to my best friend myself? (laughs) like you know um in the face of this wrong answer or whatever it is I think it's really important um and I yeah definitely like in parenting it comes into play because it's like you want to be your child's best friend too and that's the kind of environment like I definitely want to create at home but it requires like that intentional way of thinking of like What's the most generous response to the set of circumstances that we have in front of us? Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm so glad, and I'm glad you use the, the example of a best friend. Right? I think that really has because you know I don't have kids, you have kids, right? But you know we, we have friends, you know, like and you know if 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 my let's look at the examples, right? Like if I were to say if I didn't do well, oh, I suck. Well, I wouldn't want my best friend to say that to me. I'd probably no, talk, need a new, need a new best my, friend. Yeah, don't talk yeah. about my best friend that way. You know, exactly. Like, like I wouldn't say that to my closest friend. I wouldn't be like, "You suck." Like they, they're probably going to get a new friend. Or, or right, like I also don't want to 
close friend who's just going to blow smoke up my ass. You know, like, <laughs> tell me what I need to know. But do it in a compassionate way, right? Like, hey, Jimmy, this didn't turn out the way you liked. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't define you. Right? right. I believe in you. Let's let's think about this. Let's work on this. Right. That's what yeah. I would want my best friend to say to me. So say that to yourself. I think we all kind of instinctively know, but we don't know to apply it to ourselves. That's, that's the when we're saying growth mindset. Yeah. That's what we need to be applying, you know, when you're studying for the exam for all of this, right? Anyway, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, you look like you look like you want to say something. I'm sorry. Oh no, I just am like nodding my head because I'm like, yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Like we need to be so kind and gentle to, with ourselves when we're going through this process because it's super hard. And maybe that means like having, I remember like going through this process, helping me even identify who my closest friends were. Mm. Like, cause it's like, they're the ones who are like, okay, like you're doing great. Like, or like, Hey, you know, just keep, you know, you know, the process, like, you know what you're doing or like give yourself a day to just, what did you do for yourself today? Like you just took a whole exam. Like, that's a big deal. Like, are you, how are you going to reward yourself for like doing that? And I thought like I was getting soft, like doing that. Like I should be like, no, I should, you know, start reviewing and you know, anyway, it's like the grind mindset or whatever. It's not helpful. Um, and I think self-compassion is so important, especially when it comes to like looking at that score in your face, like, oh my gosh, like that's when give ourselves space to process our emotions and then, and then attack the next day. Um, I think that's what our best friend would say. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I want to real quick that, that grind mindset. Cause I think that's in the back. I see this with a lot of people. Again, people take the LSAT tend to be kind of driven, right? Like, oh, I fucked. I went five points lower. All right, that's it. No TV for you tonight. Like, it <laughs> so why like, do we do that? You know, it sounds like a, a stereotypical parent, you know, like or something that maybe is being a little harsh. You know, like maybe maybe that's a way of teaching. I suppose <laughs> there are worse things, but I don't think it's sustainable. And I think, in my experience, that that mentality kind of backfires in the sense that like, you know, if you treat yourself that way, Oh, great. No, 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 you sucked. Blah, blah, blah. You just got to work harder. Right. Like <laughs> what's wrong with you? Like your body's going to rebel. Like, or you're, oh, yeah. you're going to find yourself not doing your work, not showing up when you need to be like, like if someone's not happy at a job, they're probably not going to show up after a while. Like, unfortunately, you know, the, or whatever, right. Like you're, you're probably not going to show up if you start treating yourself that way, and I've seen this with students, right? Like I'll say to them, please, you got to be fair to yourself, right? Like you wouldn't want me to talk to you that way. I always try to treat my students with as much compassion as possible, right? Like I'm, I tell them what they need to know, not what they want to hear, but I think you can do it in a way that's respectful, but like, you wouldn't want that for me. But like, if I did that, they wouldn't want to work with me. Like you can't treat yourself that way. Otherwise you're going to stop studying. Uh, yeah. that you'll find yourself just inadvertently not doing the work. And it can be challenging enough taking a whole long PT once a week, with all the responsibilities oh. we have in life or whatever. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, for sure. Like, and just realizing, like, you know, you don't want people to blow smoke up your ass, like you were saying, but, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, because you don't, when you've done something so hard like that, you don't need someone who's going to critique you. Yeah. And, like, it's okay to be, like, you know, I, I didn't really use social media when I was studying for the LSAT. Like, I didn't, you know, you kind of put yourself in certain aspects of life, like, in a little bubble, you know, and it helps. And Or, or realize, like, who in your life is going to support you. And 
not share your progress with people that simply like are just not who are like, well, what is this? Blah, blah, blah. Are you doing that? Like, da, da, da. yeah, that's not, it's, you don't need it's that. It's just like, you don't need that. And so it's like, okay, to just set some boundaries there and protect this like really hard thing that you're doing. Like, it's so hard that like, I literally was done with this a year ago and I'm still like feeling all the feelings <laughs> we're talking about it. Like that's how hard this exam is and how hard the process is. So, um, yeah. So a lot of self-compassion. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I'm sorry. I just want to lend soon because I know you got to get out of here. You've been very generous with oh, your yeah. time, but like, oh yeah, I, I like I, I mean, again, I don't want someone to tell me what I want to hear. Tell me what I need to know. But at the same time, you know, if I just got my butt kicked running a race, I don't need, you know, come and talk to me constructively. Okay, this is what we could do next time. I know you're tired. We'll work on it. That's cool, right? But don't come up to me and be like, all right, not only did you suck, but you did this, this, and this wrong, right? Don't throw the book at me, right? And the reason we're saying this, don't do that. Anyone listening, don't do that to yourself. Yes. You know, like I, I've seen people do that to people and I hate it, right? But yeah. don't do it to yourself. I think too many times right. we let our guard down and it's not sustainable, right? So again, right, like self-compassion. And again, it sounds a little new agey or whatever, right? But right. I do think it's a very bad, you're not blowing smoke up your ass. You're being real with yourself, but in a fair, compassionate way. And I love the example you gave MK, like you would to your best friend. Treat yourself yeah. the way you would your best friend. Yeah. I want to make one quick point. I know you got to get yeah. out of here, but there's yeah. something that's been on my mind since we've been talking about this that I think is just an overall, right? And that this one phrase that I heard recently, and that is this, right? Like, instead of, it's, it's kind of cliche, but I just think it clicks, to speaking of mantras. Yeah. Instead of thinking, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen for me? And anyone listening out there, maybe you've heard of it, maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but as simple as it sounds and perhaps maybe even a little cliche, I mean, some things can be cliche for a reason, but like that, that's a lot of this, right? I didn't do well. I, I didn't do well on that game. Why did this happen for me? What can I learn? I mean, heck, I'll just quick example. I remember there were times like, oh, I did really bad on that relatively easy game. This is frustrating and it ruined my score on this PT. I would have had a personal best. Why did this happen for me? Oh, wait, you know why? Because I miss now when I go back and I review it, right? And I learn from it. I realized I misread the rules because I was rushing quickly. And that would lead me to always remember to read the rules carefully and even develop a technique for reading the rules carefully. And why did this happen for me? So that way the day of the exam, I get my target score because I don't make a silly mistake. Sorry for the long spiel. But that's, yeah. isn't that kind of what this is about? Why did that happen for me? It's, you just connected everything. Yeah, it totally. And I think it moves the, I had heard this before. There's something called like the locus of control. Mm. Like it moves the locus of control from outside of you. Like this is happening to like within you. This is happening for me. And like, how can I engage this? Absolutely. Right? Instead of the two it's very important and I it reminds me of like the I heard something similar like um instead of saying like I have to do this you can say I get to I was thinking of that too yes I like I always think this. about that with Similar like working concept. out like right now I have a I have a, yeah, I have a get to do list instead of a to-do list 
I love it. I didn't yes. didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I was just going to say, like, I've been using that a lot lately with, like, I've been trying to get back into, like, working out. Like, I had a couple injuries recently, and I haven't been able to do my normal, like, I'm not going to go down that road. But anyway, like, <laughs> I've been trying to be like, I get to do my workout today. And it's been hard because it's like, I'm often watching my kids, so I have to, like, there's lots of breaks involved. and But I, you know what I get to do, though? I get to show, I get to take care of myself. I get to do my workout. I get to show my kids how to take care of themselves. Like I get to set a great example. I get all the mental benefits. Like we get so much for doing the thing, those things. And, um, yeah. So these little shifts are really important. Uh, Maybe on a a good last note that if it's okay with you, um, right. Like you and I didn't have the highest GPAs and that's, you know, like, why did this happen to us? Why did we not do as well? Didn't we know we were going to apply to law school? I remember how frustrating it was for me, right? But right. It, it, as almost a necessity, I needed to master the LSAT to get into a top law school. And, and I guess it's fair to say so to you, right? But like, and no, no, I'm not saying anyone go trash your GPA. Trust me. No, you want that high GPA, right? But you and I were both in a position where we didn't have the best GPAs, right? And so we knew we needed to maximize our LSAT score, right? But it was a great example of why did this happen for me, right? I don't know if we would have gotten 99th percentile score. I don't know if you would have gotten, I mean, I'd like to think you would have, but would you think you would have gotten everything you do to get a 180 if uh, if you didn't have that GPA? Absolutely not. Like, I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, but (laughs) we could easily could fall into like that victim mentality, like, oh, poor me. I didn't know this then. I didn't know that and that. If only, and it's like, yes, that can be true. And how are we going to like harness mm. that for the future? Like for me, I I think like, well, yeah, we won't go down that road, but that victim mentality, like I think when things happen to you, that's the victim mentality when um, a victim mentality of your circumstances where it's like when things happen, it's like there's an opportunity there for you to like grow and get better <laughs> much more empowering yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> like yeah i don't think you know maybe we wouldn't have gotten those scores right and and i just want to add this is my last yeah. thing right like yeah look at all the stuff that I, I know for me how much i've learned right i i teach the lsat but it informs I, i've learned so many great things that have enriched my life and i can tell for you right you're gonna go start at uva law right and you've got children and you've got this wonderful life you're starting, right? But you've learned so much in the process of doing this, right? And like, yeah, maybe with that GPA that you weren't thrilled about, right? Like, why did that happen to me? Why did it happen for me, right? Well, yeah, I got to master the LSAT, get a perfect score, but also like learn all this stuff that has enriched your life. And because you had the right mindset about it, a mindset, an empowering mindset that served you well. Yeah, so when you had to promise me that before finals, when literally, like, because I'm the first person in my family to go to law school, so I recently realized that, like, law school for the first year is, like, all, like, one exam per yep. class. And so before then, when I think that's going to define me forever, because the reality is it will have a big impact. It remind me, like, hey, growth mindset. Don't forget about growth mindset. Don't forget this is a process that it is three years. It's six semesters. Like every op- every semester is an opportunity to improve upon the next. Like then I won't have this like boohoo victim mentality. Like oh, other people like have insider knowledge. It's like no, that doesn't freaking helpful help anyone. Like yeah, 
So just don't let me forget this over the next three years. I need to. I'll remind you. Yeah. (laughs) Send me the podcast that we just. I will. (laughs) So I don't forget. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I'm just, you know, on that note, right. Like, you know, this is not to say like that we don't like acknowledge the, the frustration that comes with things not going the way we wanted the GPA, right. Or whatever, but like, we don't have to let it consume us. Right. And again, right. That's why it's much more empowering. How do I, right. How, why did this happen for me? And it goes along with this growth mindset, but listen, I've been keeping you and I feel so bad. I know you got, you're starting on your life with your family and you got lots of stuff going on. So I will let you go, but thank you so much. Thank you for listening. One tip to use your time with this podcast effectively. Take a look at the list of previous episodes. They're named by topic, so you can prioritize your listening based on specific areas where you need help the most. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe, share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's JDLSAT.com. That's JDLSAT.com.